from Indianapolis with an eye on every corner of the state. This is IBJ Media's Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Presented by Elevate Ventures and Indiana University. Lady and gentlemen, start your engines! This is the greatest spectacle in racing. That sound. <laughs> this month. May in Indiana. You just won the Indy 500. The Thunderbirds. Bagpipes. A swig of milk. The party in the snake pit. This spectacle. A time when Indiana shares its unique traditions with the rest of the world. Back home again in Indiana. Back home again in Indiana. It's time to buckle in for Business at the Brickyard from the world's greatest race course, presented by Purdue University. Hello and welcome to Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, coming to you this week from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the historic yard of bricks. This is where every driver wants to get to first after 500 miles on race day. The driver that gets here first will have racing immortality and a big paycheck. Last year's winner, Marcus Erickson, pocketed a record $3.1 million. Indeed, the business of motorsports is big business for Indiana. It is estimated the Indianapolis Motor Speedway alone generates more than $300 million annually in economic impact, the equivalent of a Super Bowl every year for the Indy economy. Overall, motorsports pegged at a billion-dollar industry in Indiana, employing more than 23,000 workers, many making wages well above the state average. From the bright lights of IndyCar racing. A white flag will fly for the racer out of Princeton, Indiana. To the Friday night lights at dirt tracks in small town Indiana. Motorsports, part of the fabric of Indiana. And the sport is seeing a surge in major new investment, enhancing Indy's image as the center of IndyCar racing. We are going to be here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway the entire month of May, uh, delving in, really uh, digging deep into the uh, economics, the business of motorsports, and the impact here in Indianapolis and around the state of Indiana. And to tee things up, I can't think of anyone any better than Doug Bowles, the president of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, who knows not only the speedway, but the industry as a whole in Indiana. Doug, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's May in Indianapolis, and this is a really exciting time for sure. And we've got a car on the track. It's an IMSA car, right? They're going to be here uh, racing in September. Yeah, absolutely. The IMSA folks are going to be here racing in September in an endurance race. So today, they're getting a little last testing in before the NTT IndyCar Series cars show up here. Hey, Doug, I want to talk about the economic impact of motorsports in Indiana. But first, what can fans expect? We're in the month of May now. What can fans expect this year when they come out to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Well, last year was the first year we got to have everybody back, really, since COVID. So it was fun to see a lot of those things they saw are going to be back again. We've done some new upgrades to some video boards, a spectator mound. We've changed the infield a little bit for our, for our fan midway, but otherwise, we're going to try and execute an Indianapolis 500 like people expect an Indianapolis 500 to be executed. There, there seems to be, last year I think was the biggest uh, the biggest crowd here at the track, uh, without uh, taking out the uh, 
100th year in 25 years. Yeah, it was a huge crowd last year, and we were a little worried that that was just everybody after COVID saying, oh, I can finally go back. Our ticket sales are up this year, so it should be an even bigger crowd this year, which says an awful lot about our fan base and the excitement around the NTT IndyCar Series. There seems to be momentum. That's an example, ticket sales, but momentum around the IndyCar Series and, and the month of May. It's just a feeling, a vibe, if you will. Are there tangible things you can point to that really kind of underscore that? Yeah, absolutely. The television numbers have been really strong this year, which is fantastic for the NTT IndyCar Series. The attendance, the merch sales, all of those metrics we monitor on all of the races have been up, which is exciting. Our 100 Days to Indy program, that's the docuseries that's going on right now. That's something we've never had interest from somebody to come in and say, let's do a docuseries on the IndyCar Series. So it tells you the momentum's there. Talk about the economic impact. Certainly the month of May is substantial, but the motorsports industry is a billion-dollar-plus mm -hmm. industry uh, in the state. Yeah, it is over a billion dollars, and that's the study that's a little bit old that even tells us that one. We have an Indianapolis Motor Speedway study, and we're actually trying to upgrade that, so hopefully in the next couple weeks we can sit down and share that with everybody, what the month of May really means economic impact-wise. But the number of jobs, the number of companies that support not just the NTT IndyCar Series, but sports car, NASCAR, NHRA, sort of racing in general, is the heart of it right here in central Indiana. When you talk momentum, I mean, we see some announcements here in central Indiana. Andretti, yep. uh, uh, Autosport, uh, Ray Hall, uh, McLaren, yep. uh, big investments uh, in uh, facilities, some of them headquarter facilities. You know, I get a chance to drive by the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan shop in Zionsville a couple times a week, and it's amazing, that kind of investment. But it really says a lot of that uh, about this economy here. The Indiana is a place to have businesses. It makes sense. And obviously, all the racing folks here, the Andretti Autosport thing, when that's done, is going to be super spectacular. And I think that'll be an economic driver as well, just people wanting to come in and visit that place. Yeah. Roger Penske, obviously, uh, acquiring the Speedway several years ago, had the tough COVID year and had come back. He's still very much engaged, though, right? Comes every week. He's, he is literally here every week. He was here just a couple of days ago, walking through the facility. He loves to roll his sleeves up and get out and go through the fan experience. It's, I couldn't be more excited about an owner than I am about Roger Penske. Home and George family did amazing things. Roger Penske is now going to take what they've built and make it even better. As you look at uh, look at the impact of Roger Penske, he's put money into the place to be sure, but just his presence and that uh, that focus is that to kind of help spread the momentum in again the motorsports industry around Indiana. Hundred percent. I mean, he is really committed to this community, to this industry. He spends an awful lot of time figuring out how can we make Indiana better. He he lent his voice to one of the big Indiana commercials talking about why business works in Indiana. He's he's a corporate citizen that doesn't just want this place to go, but he wants all of our sport to grow. Doug Bowles, as always, it's great to see you. Thanks for Thank you. Uh, stopping by. We'll see you again, I know, um, I'm sure, before the month of May is out. You got it. Thanks for being All here. All right. Well, as we look at the first winner of the Indianapolis 500-mile race, the inventor of the open-wheel car, Ray Haroon, back in 1911. And he did it using what is believed to be the first rear-view mirror ever placed on an automobile. He used that instead of carrying a riding mechanic on board like most of the other drivers did. It took Haroon six and a half hours to complete that race. Well, off the track, the business of motorsports is off the charts in central Indiana. Coming up next, we will look at what's driving investment and growth in Hendricks County. Everybody standing and cheering, Eddie Cheever. He's going to get his first. Eddie, around.
and inside Indiana business and race car driver Eddie Cheever. Well, we share a common bond. We launched our show the same month Cheever took the checkered flag to win the Indianapolis 500 25 years ago in May of 1998. Hello, everyone. I'm Gary Dick. Welcome to the premiere of Indiana Business This Week. Starting More than 1,300 now. shows and 8,000 interviews later, we're still rolling. We'll be marking our silver anniversary all year long with special segments, stories, and guests. We hope you'll join us as we reflect on the evolution of Indiana business and the state's economy over the past 25 years with an eye on what that next chapter might bring. At PNC Bank, we're committed to making a difference in the lives of our customers and communities by helping them move forward financially. As a Main Street Bank, we try to do right by our customers with every encounter. Our local teams offer personalized financial advice to help guide you in making the best decision. We're proud to be part of your community. PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference for you at PNC.com. Copyright 2022, the PNC Financial Services Group Bank. All rights reserved. Welcome back to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You know, the business of motorsports is making big noise in central Indiana and around the state. More than 350 motorsports-related businesses driving more than a billion dollars into the state's economy. In fact, you really don't have to go very far from the main gate here in IMS to see proof of that. Just 12 miles west in Brownsburg, there's a vision to make the Hendricks County City a motorsports hub. It's already home to Lucas Oil Raceway, the second largest motorsports park in the United States. Just outside the gates at Lucas Oil, a 47-acre site targeted for a $100 million signature motorsports development targeting auto sports companies focused on research and development and manufacturing. I think it could be anything from high-end race teams uh, to specifically research and manufacturing. That the, the concept is with the upgrades that are proposed for County Road 1000, which is immediately adjacent to us and the track, that it, it allows somebody that wants to be able to research the track to locate in our in our park and immediately have access to the track for the research during their their, their uh, off hours. So those are those are the kind of things we think this will facilitate that's not available anywhere else. People are going to look back in ten or fifteen years and, and realize that this is a catalyst moment. I, I think I have never met Roger Pinsky, but I have utmost respect for him, and I think he's been a huge catalyst to take the the raceway where it is now to the next level at the next time. I also think that's true with the NHRA. Uh, they're, they're making major changes away from California to more investment in Indiana. You're going to look back in 10 or 20 years and see this as a, a real shift in the dynamic for Indiana. In addition to the Motorsports Park, Don Schumacher Racing has announced plans for a $7 million manufacturing expansion at its Brownsburg campus and HMD Motorsports, which competes in the NTT IndyCar Series. It has purchased a former Marsh supermarket in Brownsburg and has begun the process of transforming that into a new headquarters. Well, another big name in racing doubling down on investing in Indiana, Lucas Oil Products. The company picking up stakes after 33 years in Southern California and moving its corporate headquarters to Indianapolis. I talked with Morgan Lucas on a recent podcast, and he said the move was really a no-brainer. This is where we feel that from our standpoint is um, management, my wife and I, my parents, um, and the majority of our team and personnel, this is a great place to be. It's wholesome, it's fun, um, very business friendly, and it gives us a lot of opportunity for growth. 
Lucas Oil's primary production facility is in Corydon, just a few miles up the road from where Morgan's dad, Forrest, grew up in southern Indiana. Well, the name Holman and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, like hand in glove, out here for decades. Next, we take a closer look at the role Mary Fendrick Holman played in Building the Beast. Here's what's making news around Indiana, brought to you by the Indiana Association of Realtors, Indiana's 21,000 realtors, the neighbors you know, the experts you can count on. Well, certainly the Holman name is synonymous with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and both founder Tony Holman and wife Mary Hoosiers born and bred. Tony in Terre Haute, Mary with roots in Evansville. Our Mary Rachel Redmond now takes a look at the role that Mary Fendrick Holman played with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. There's Mrs. Holman now, obviously moved by this moment. Lady, lady and gentlemen, start your engines. A sentimental moment at Indianapolis, Mrs. Mary Holman, another first for Indy. Not too many years ago, women were not even allowed in the pits or the garage area, and now we have a woman driver in the race and a woman officially starting the race with the phrase, as you heard, lady and gentlemen. She always harbored the desire to say, gentlemen, start your engines. And uh, Tony one year told him, hey, I think this is going to be the year because he had laryngitis. Uh, but when it came time, somehow she got stuck on the other side of the track, and I think he went ahead and, and did it with laryngitis. Gentlemen, start your engines. But in 1978, she took that duty over, to the surprise of many, and then did it for a number of years. Long before she ever uttered the most famous words in all of racing, Mary Hendrick knew a thing or two about a good stogie. Her dad, John, owned the largest independent cigar factory in the world out of Evansville. The Fendrick family was one of the very prominent Evansville families, just as the Hallman family was a prominent Terre Haute family. In a way, they had similar businesses. That is, they made and distributed cigars, where the Hallmans made and distributed uh, uh, grocery products. When they got together, it was uh, kind of a marriage made in Hoosier heaven. This is the original Holman house where it all happened. Built nearly 100 years ago, it once entertained superstars like Clark Gable. Oh, he was darling. I just loved him. They entertained there. They had a, a Clark Gable was a, a visitor there often in the early 1950s when he did a movie at the, uh, based on the Indianapolis 500. That was just five years after three-time Indy 500 winner Wilbur Shaw convinced Tony Holman to purchase the Speedway. Then overrun with weeds, a total disaster. It was a business decision Mary Holman wasn't too keen on. Wilbur was looking for somebody to buy the track and they said there was a man in Terre Haute who might be interested and uh, I didn't approve of it at all. I thought they bought a pig and a poke. They were a team. They worked as a team and, and there was there have been stories around Evansville. I don't know whether it's true or not, but there were stories that some of that money was, was Mr. Fender's money that they used uh, in the purchase of the track, which might be one reason. <laughs> she was riding herd on those gentlemen when they were doing their negotiating. Tony Holman bought the crumbling speedway for a whopping $750,000 in 1945. And together, Tony from Terre Haute and Mary the Cigar Heiress from Evansville turned the Indianapolis 500 into the premier motorsports event in the world. On the main stretch, 
she played a major role with Tony in rescuing the track from oblivion, making it into the greatest uh, stadium motor speedway in the, in the world, and making sure that there was always enough money to invest in it and, and make it successful. And uh, under the uh, Penske family, that is being continued in a very similar way, and its uh, future is, uh, we hope, ensured for our generations to come. I'm very proud of Tony's decision. He was right and I was wrong. Mary Rachel Redman, Inside Indiana Business. All right, Mary Rachel, thank you. Well, DJ Diesel, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal, he's one of the big-name performers taking the stage at this year's Race Day concert in the Snake Pit. Should be quite an event. A guy who knows a thing or two about making live performances sing is Indianapolis native Tom Batista. He's my guest on the next Business and Beyond podcast. He hit the road for 30 years serving as Jimmy Buffett's stage manager. It's one of the best jobs because they only, I'm the day of show guy. The show runs like clockwork. Jimmy's professional. There's a whole lot more to Tom Batista's portfolio. Restaurant entrepreneur. He put Amelia's Bakery, Milk Tooth, and Bluebeard on the map as can't-miss cuisine in Indy. Also, the creator of The Idol, that slice of land on I-65 downtown where people watch interstate traffic go by. Join us for a conversation with the one and only Tom Batista on this week's Business and Beyond podcast starting Monday at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Well, IndyCar drivers are guzzling it down, and now race fans will be able to sip on it. More on the Indiana connection to a drink making its big move in the fast lane on the healthy juice track. Well, race fans have a brand new option uh, this month to toast the month of May at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but this one is healthy. Business of Health reporter Kylie Valletta is here now with more. Kylie. Well, thanks, Gary. An Indianapolis mom launched Simplicity Cold Press Juice 12 years ago, and it's now sold in nearly 2,000 stores. Now she's adding a little fun to the mix with cold press cocktails, and race fans will be among the first to get a taste. Beth McCarthy Smith is founder and CEO, and she joins me now. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love Simplicity because it has such a neat backstory. This all started with a personal health struggle that you had with infertility. So tell us how to open the door to your company. Well, I had fertility issues and did every drug, every surgery under the sun to get pregnant. Nothing had worked. And so I just started to juice and I had to put down my sodas or whatever and started just drinking in nutrients. What happened is I just started feeling better. I didn't know I felt bad, but I just started feeling great. And so I kept it up and then we started popping out babies left and right. And so we moved to Indianapolis and I really wanted the juice that I was used to in Chicago. And so I just started making it myself and one thing led to another and we just started Simplicity Cold Press Juice and it has been great. It's been an absolute thrill to see people in their health journey. It's been really fun. Your passion for it is so obvious. And before we get to the cocktails, tell us just a little bit about the health advantages of the juice. Cold pressed is key, right? It is key. And everything we do is cold because that maintains all the nutrients inside of the fruit. And so we are vegetable. We only cold press 
fruits and vegetables, nothing else. I always say no bull in a bottle, it's just mother nature, nothing else. And so that is really important and because it's purity. Um, but then when we cold press it, all the nutrients stay intact so that when we're drinking it, we get those nutrients. Okay, and I know that uh, race fans will be among the first to get a taste of your cocktails, but you also have a huge following among the IndyCar drivers. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, I love IndyCar from the first time I heard that engine roar. I, I mean, I was hooked. And we participated in Rev. They're coming up on their 10th year anniversary. And we started six years ago. And I was paired with Tony Kanan. And so Tony loved the juice. His wife, Lauren, loved the cocktails, if I do say so. Uh, but then, you know, they told two friends, they told two friends, they told two friends. And so it has been an honor and a privilege to serve uh, not only the drivers and their wives, but other people in the community, the racing community. And it's just a blast to be at home in Indiana. And we just absolutely love it and are for grateful for every single person that um, has enjoyed simplicity. And so great to have a cocktail and know that it's got some health to it. So if folks want to buy one, where can they find your simplicity cocktails? Well, we do say you're getting happy and healthy in every sip. And so you can get it all four total wines, the Market District, Cons on Keystone, Sobro, and we're expanding to a new location soon. All right. Well, congratulations on the progress. We'll raise a glass to you. Such a great uh, Hoosier homegrown company. Thanks for being on Thank the show you. today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Gary, back to you. All right, Kylie, thank you. Well, as we leave you this uh, week, a reminder, we will be here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway the entire month of May, diving into the business of motorsports and the impact that it has on the state of Indiana. And as we leave you this week, some images from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, a place like no other in Indiana. Ready, aim, pop. Thank you for listening to the Inside Indiana Business Television podcast. Remember, you can get the latest business news from every corner of the state at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week.